Welcome back to the Egg Attack Podcast. As always, I'm your host, the Rust Center Captain America Shield, Jay. And joined as always is my co-host, the Unreachable Wedgie and Iron Man Suit, Z. How are we doing today, Z? Oh, pretty good. That was one you wrote, yeah, that opener. It was pretty good. It's a pretty good one. I liked it. I'll say so myself. It was, it was gut-wrenchingly hilarious. Sure, whatever. I actually had to mute my mic because of how uproariously I was laughing just now. You don't know how to mute your mic. How would you mute your mic right now? Shh. I was sitting in the room. No, no, no. Really break it down for me. No, I did. You're looking at the mixer. You don't know how the mixer works. <laughs> don't fuck it. They're just little slides. You'd slide it all the way down and suddenly you're muted. I'm almost certain of it. Yeah, almost. See, I'm doing it right now. Oh, God. Gone forever. That's me just muting myself. He died, listeners. Now it's just me, Jay. All right. So we got episode two of What If. Marvel's What If. What if T'Challa was Star-Lord? What weird if T'Challa... One. What was it? What if T'Challa was a Star-Lord? Yeah. Weird title. It's, a weird title. It seems um, like a joke title that you would do, like, just, just off the cuff, be like, okay, so the one with T'Challa, it's going to be what if... What if what if T'Challa was a, a Star-Lord? A Star-Lord. Well, because it seems like it should just be T'Challa... What if T'Challa was Star-Lord? Yeah, himself, just straight up. Why is he a Star-Lord? Yeah, whatever. I thought it was a weird episode. I kind of agree, but I also think that is a good thing. I, I totally agree that it was weird, but I think it's better that it's a little weird than it be like last week, Where which it was, was kind of samey. Yeah, way too down the middle. And I saw, we, we talked about on the show that we we were still pretty positive. I didn't really have any hate for the, that last episode. But a lot of people online were really kind of disappointed because they were just like, I feel like we just watched first avenger which i think is a valid criticism of it we kind of did but like i like we said last week it's like i I think that's okay as the first episode in this series to establish the format and kind of introduce you to the scenario it's like a a relatively samey kind of one yeah and we said hopefully going forward they would be different and this one was out of the gate very different yeah and it was real weird and i think that's okay because i feel like that's what what if as a series should be that's what the comic is too like I don't know if you've read much or any really like what if. I don't think I've read books. any what if. I've heard, I've like heard the. But like, sometimes mainstays. they are just bizarre. Where you're reading them, you're like, this is weird. Like, there's a reason they did it the one kind of way, probably, and this is just weird. And I think it's just an excuse for writers to just, just do whatever they want. Yeah. Not really have to worry about continuity exactly. or anything like that. And so I think this is very much in the spirit of what if as a comic is and probably what the series should be. Yeah. I, I agree. But my, like, not, I guess, gripe with it is that. It was, they made T'Challa, like, way better than Peter Quill. Yeah. Almost to, like, in over, like an insane degree. Like, he convinced Thanos he was wrong. Yeah. That was a bit weird. I mean, it was kind of funny when they're, like, when he stills, like, no, nah, but my idea would work, though. Like, it probably work. And they're, like, yeah. that's just genocide, my man. Which is funny. The thing about it is, like, right, is that with this particular scenario. Now, I don't know how they landed on, like, that they would use T'Challa. I think no, I think it makes sense because the asteroid. They kind of explain. It makes, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The the way they write it, in, I'm just saying. Like, I don't know why it could have been almost any other character. Like, if they were Star Lord kind of deal, right? Yeah. Because the premise is just that they're abducted from Earth as a child. That could technically happen to just about any of them if they if they wanted to make it so. Yeah. Because because like they're but, all kind of the same age if they're not right, more or less. Right. So like for it to go this way isn't isn't more or less weird than any other one. No, not really. Like, you can't just have him be Star-Lord in, like, a Black Panther suit, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they didn't do that. That'd be just weird. He had right. the necklace, though, which so I thought like, was nice. So, like, the way you have to differentiate him, if you're going to decide, well, we want to use T'Challa as a Star-Lord or Star-Lord whatever. Yeah. The way you have to differentiate it is purely in his character, right? Right. The way he acts. 
So I kind of get it. Well, it, we can't just make him act exactly like Peter Quill, but then just have it black panther costume instead of a star look like that's not really that's, that's not, not anything yeah that's not that's not really a story yeah so i do get but i kind of agree they they go crazy with it but again i think that's kind of the spirit of what if because it's like it's not even believable right right yeah if this was a normal story we'd be here like what the hell but because it's just a one-off 35 minute yeah animated bullshit thing animated you know yeah al- alternative story i think it works i thought i thought they went a little bit much with the like the scene on Yondor? What's the planet with the Power Stone? I can't remember its name. It's like why something, I think. The planet with the Power Stone? The, the Xandar? Xandar. Or, no. That's not where they were, though. No, no. In the in the beginning, when the temp, oh, with the temple oh, oh. on it. I do, I do not know that planet. I'm not going to be able to know that. Right. I see what you mean. I thought yeah. you, you're right. The, where they discover it, yeah. Yeah, and they, I, and they see the guy, and he's like, oh, it's Star-Lord. Which is like, oh, okay, this is kind of funny. It's like the reverse of Peter Quill's encounter, because he didn't know who he was, and now he does. That makes sense. But mm-hmm. then they really ham it up, and I'm like, why is it like this? Why is he, like, actually roasted? Because nobody would know or care. Because, actually, I think we literally talked about this last week. Peter Quill in the comics... Like his father is like a like a king mm-hmm. that's recognized by like the universe. Wakanda on Earth isn't like nobody really knows about Earth. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Is that it's kind of backwater space. Well, thing, I, the reason he recognized him, I think, is just purely because of his exploits. exploits. Yeah, but why although he... I will say, like, yeah, the fact that like they take the, the he took the sort of name. So literally, right? Yeah, where he kept referring to him as his lo- like my lord and like Neil treating him like he was some kind of royalty. That is kind of weird. And he was like, oh, can we spar? Because it makes you wonder why T'Challa would have that name. Yeah. Because the whole joke is that, in in the MCU version at least, right, of, of Peter Quill, is that he wants people to call him that, but no one does. Because he's clearly kind of like vain and like he's got a bit of an ego. Kind right? of a bit of, yeah, because he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was unintentional. That was a bit of a fake left there at the end. Um, well, it's <laughs> real enough. It's as real as you're going to get it. <laughs> Um, but whereas in the comic, it is kind of bestowed upon him. And I think maybe that's what this, it maybe is, is that everyone else has bestowed that upon him. Right. Cause yeah, the, the version of him that we get in this, it wouldn't make sense for him to be like, Hey, call me star Lord. And you know, like also Yandu brings up a point. He's like, Oh, we would just be like that rock, like a folk hero you told us about. But like, I don't think it's out of the realm possibility for Peter Quill to know who Robin Hood was. Uh, yeah, because Robin Hood is a like, centuries-old story. Like that's not like a thing, right? That the child would know over Peter Quill. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I can't even lie. I, it's not even just that it like T'Challa is so much better than him, right? But it's kind of like yeah, it makes in retrospect, it makes Peter Quill look like a real dick because like, it's like, man, why didn't he do this? If you're saying that he could have just done this all along, it does kind of make Peter Quill look like a dick for not like why didn't he reform the Ravagers? But like, how would he? He's a child. Like, why would they right. listen to him? It's like, oh, you're the heart. But, like, Peter Quill, like, they all they all liked Quill. Again, I think it only works because this is kind of like an out there, less realistic sort of telling. Because, yeah, it, and I think that's just how you have to approach it. I will I agree. I think the most ridiculous part is the Thanos thing, that he was able to just talk to Thanos. Because I don't think real MCU Thanos has, I don't think that's, that's a thing you could do. Because the whole point is that he believes that he's right and that everyone else but also doesn't the thing understand. Is like, I also think he's just insane. Yeah, that is also a big point. He is the mad like, titan. Yeah, especially once you get to end it. Because there was so many, you know, there was all the jokes and the memes and stuff. And the hashtag Thanos did nothing wrong. Because in Infinity War, and it's been said before, right? That the Russos are 
the writers or all the above, whatever, that Infinity War is like the hero's journey, but for Thanos. Right, yeah. I mean, even not even just them, every essayist on YouTube, yeah, yeah, every yeah. video essayist on YouTube has said the same thing. And so, like, he's the main character of that. And so even though even in that movie, he's not portrayed, like, obviously without flaw, he's still the villain who's beating up the heroes and you don't want him to win necessarily. That is the most charitable light we ever see him in. Yeah. Whereas once we get to Endgame, he is just a villain because it's also a slightly different version of thanos you know without the sacrifice and all that the point is i think is that we're meant to understand that thanos is also is just wrong and also is just crazy he doesn't necessarily even believe the things he says or he thinks he believes them but like he he really just wants to do it because he's crazy and help enjoys it help in a destruction yeah this idea that you could just convince him i don't think that's grounded in the actual character and plus he even says like i think mine is still merit so he still thinks he's right <laughs> yeah, yeah. which which was funny when like he gets when they at the end when they get to um oh we didn't say spoilers did we i mean yeah whatever gotta be right at this point who cares when they when they get when they get to wakanda again and they're having that party yeah and the one uh Warth, and maybe it's supposed to be a koi but one of the like uh the like the guard warriors who are like his guard the dormalaje the, 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 thank you i can remember their name was like that just sounds like genocide he's like no no but it's random that means it's good you know Mm-mm. also nobody has got hair genocide. it's like a like, long blonde hair yeah she's got hair in the comics that does she that's like a uh now i'm bringing up here while we're talking i think that's a, a deliberate little like nod because i think it, initially she has hair in the comics she's one of those characters who like has kind of waxed and waned in popularity in yeah, popularity and relevance and stuff. Although I think in the comics she has a significant role in the Infinity Gauntlet, just like that actual. Story yeah. Line. Oh, you know what? I do know that she she wields it at one point. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, she like maybe brings Thanos back with it. No, I don't think she. Does. I don't know. There, there, she does some shenanigans, yeah, for sure. But I know I you don't have to look her because I remember I have Infinity War. I have the Infinity War comic. I know what she looks like. Oh, do you? Or just keep looking her up and listen. Well, to I want to see now for myself, but fine. Yeah, 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 she's got hair. She doesn't have, like... It's, like, black. Bleach blonde hair, but she's got hair. Yeah, see, she gets it right there in that picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... But then also then he's... They obviously can't see this, but, like, nowadays she just looks like she does in the comics. Or in the movies, rather. Sorry. She's one of those characters, like I was saying, because she whacks and wanes in popularity. They, they even do this with the big characters on occasion. Is that, you know, nowadays, for better or worse, the, the movies are the actual, like... Our king. Yeah. For, for this, this material. And so... The movies often will influence the comics more than necessarily the other way around sometimes. Right. For better like, or worse. Yeah, for better or worse. So she just is one of those characters who nowadays looks like... In the comics, she just looks like the MCU version. But yeah, that, that was fun. She was an interesting character. thought Howard the Duck was funny. I was like, holy shit, they're doing yeah. Howard the Duck? Yeah. Which also kind of ties into Star Wars, which would be funny because we're also talking mm-hmm. about Star Wars this week. So Once again, they had the, the cat... The voice cast really is spectacular. Although once again, I feel they like didn't we get could... the collector again. The guy, the um, what's his face? He just they didn't Benicio get him. Datora? They didn't. He's not that the... wasn't actually him. No, it didn't sound like. Well, him. that guy did good enough. Wait, it didn't sound like him. It didn't sound like Benicio del Toro. I knew I it wasn't sounded... him. Are you? I I are knew we certain or I'm well from at least if my ears are wrong. Oh goodness! Just right. have to check. I thought it was him, but regard if if otherwise he was close enough that I didn't notice. I didn't think he was that close, i got to be um, honest. But, okay, they definitely got Josh Brolin, though, right? Yeah, it's definitely Josh Brolin. Karen Gillen, obviously. I couldn't tell if it was Karen Gillen or not, because I went back and oh, forth. And I was like, is it her? Or is it it's got to be Michael Rooker. Yes, I I'm definitely think it's him. it's him. And it's definitely Chadwick Boseman. Because this is his I last. I think it's Sean Gunn. I think it is also Sean Gunn as well. 
See, this is not his last one. I've seen a lot of things saying that. They've said he's going to be in several of the upcoming episodes. Oh, okay. As different versions. Obviously, not necessarily as the focus, mm-hmm. um, but he will be appearing. So that's, that's good. something. Yeah, because I saw a lot of people saying that, like, oh, this is his last one. I mean, it's, yeah, it's definitely going to be his most significant role in any of these episodes, but he will be popping up a couple times, which is nice. Because right. I saw they said that they wrote this episode for him. Or, like, kind of, I don't know, I don't know how this kind of process goes, but they came up with it and they're like, hey, you interested? And he was like, yeah, for sure. And then he did it. And then he was, he had such a good time, apparently, with it that they're like, well, we'll just put him in a couple more if he'll do it. And he did. That's good. Yeah. I think it's crazy how, how the, the cast are getting for this. I guess maybe it's because probably a lot of these guys really are in one off episodes and it probably literally could take you about four hours to do it all. I was going to say even less than that. Probably no joke, like less than an hour. I mean, if you add up all these guys' dialogue, just purely their dialogue. How much could it be? Not very much. I mean, it's only a half an hour episode. That's what I'm saying. So, like, Michael Rooker probably could have been in and out in, like, an hour, for all we know. So, and I think it's probably why, again, like we said last week, yeah, not to not be a dick or anything, but sometimes the voice acting is not, like, great. No, it's again, not. Not really. They're not voice actors. They're um, just regular actors. Yeah. That's, it's a different skill. That's all. But, again, it... it for some of these characters, it is really nice to, to be like, man, that's the same guy. Uh, no, that, that was Benicio Del Toro. Oh, really? Yeah. So Did Jeff, not Jeff sound Dolan, like Benicio him. Benicio Del Toro, Karen Gillian, uh, Digimon Hansu, Plus Sean him. Gunn. Oh, come on. It's a man's name. Seth Green was Howard the Duck. Oh, was it? Yeah. Nice. Oh, you didn't tell that one? That one definitely stood out to me. Because he uh, is a voice actor, but also he... I don't know Seth Green's voice or as much as sure you work. do. He's what Chris and Family Guy. He's a oh. robot chicken. Oh. He's the alien in American Dad, I believe. Is he? I'm pretty sure. I don't watch American Dad. Or maybe My not. brother likes American I Dad. I don't American. watch American <laughs> right, Dad. Whatever. It's not relevant. And this is Denai Guerrero. So then... Bless you. Stop. <laughs> no. I'll so never that, stop. That was um, Okoye he was talking to then. Okay. She's I, Okoye. Well, there you go. So yeah. Anything else? I don't know. The actual action of it was kind of whatever. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Or not the action. Well, I shouldn't say that. The the action was good for the most part. I like when the collector was using all the different weapons on him. I guess more just like the general plot, like past like the whole Star Lord. You know, once we did all the establishing of like who T'Challa is as Star Lord and his whole crew and all, the actual like heist that makes up the majority of the episode, I thought was just whatever. Yeah, it wasn't super interesting to me. I also didn't like how that guy kept though. Like one guy from the beginning was like. Oh, we be- great plan. You're like, that's a classic Star-Lord. I'm like, shut up. Like, he's getting annoying. Corvath? Yeah. I agree. It's weird, because that's not... A- <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. I guess it's whatever. Again, it, it makes for a really interesting juxtaposition to have him be the one. It's funny, because he's, the again, the same one in the real movie who's like, who? Who are you? Are you? And he's so real it stoic. Makes sense, but again, yeah, he's very stoic in everything else we've seen him in. But which is to say, Guardians and Captain Marvel. Marvel. So, yeah. It's weird that they went with him, that they couldn't have found someone else to be, like, the fanboy, but he's fine. I liked that the Black Order was in it, actually. I Like, I, I don't, I'm not sure I totally buy that in this universe, the Black Order are just, like, that doesn't make For hire? Yeah, that doesn't, like, check out to me again. It's one of those things where, like, I feel like they just need it. They're like, well, he needs thugs. They may as well be the Black Order. Because it's connected to Thanos. I just we'll- think, like, it's spacey and we need, and it's someone known, right? But, yeah, I don't really buy it. Because it's like, why would the Black Order be together Without if not Thanos. for Thanos, and it's like, do they? Because I don't, unless I miss something, is it ever mentioned? Like, are they ever like, hey, it's you, Thanos? No, because it seems like they just don't even rec- really like. They don't acknowledge the fact that it's, so him. it's like, yeah. Did he not even assemble them in this universe? Did they just come together by chance, or did he assemble them and then, like, when he decided to be good, they just were like, now nah, we'll just be dicks still? 
and then they ended up there. I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. But whatever. It was good to see them, I guess. But they yeah. did cool. I like the part where they were beating the shit out of Thanos. Yeah, that that's was good. pretty cool. Because I was like, man, they're just really laying into him. And they just kept going for a while. And he just kept taking abuse. That was a pretty interesting like action scene. I was like, man, they're kicking the shit out of him. Then they kill that one guy with magic like trees. Mm-hmm. Feed him a few seeds and a tree goes through his body. It's kind of brutal. Ebony Maw did his um, like glass magic, which always freaks me out. Because yeah, he did it in, in Freddy War 2 where he's like got weird glass spikes and stuff. And it's I poking like it. And I was like, oh my god, is he going to spoke? He didn't... I ended up poking him. He just used it to like chain him up. But still, I was like, I don't like that guy. He's real creepy. He's he's a nose. Hardly any nose to speak of on that man. Yeah, I don't know that. I didn't think it was like I thought it was kind of fun the way they ended it. Maybe when he gets back home and stuff. That I'm, but then like the very end with um just like Peter Quill and, and Ego. Oh, yeah, Ego shows up and he's like, this could be the end of the world. Yeah, but we don't which makes can. sense because I kind of I kind of have to. You got to agree, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Is that without... The Guardians around. Yeah, without being in the Guardians and without having any worldly knowledge of, or whatever, spacely knowledge or whatever. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was a bit much that he was literally just like a fast food employee. I was like, oh, they couldn't give my man anything better. But Also, he was listening to a Walkman. I'm like, that's not... That's weird. I think that's only to identify him as I Peter agree. Quill. Because, like, the only reason he uses the Walkman is because it's from Earth and he and he wants to remember Earth. But even then, it never made sense. But whatever, yeah. Well, because I guess in the in the movies, it's like, well, he he wants it because it's from Earth, but he also doesn't want to go to Earth to get a new thing, a new thing, because he doesn't like Earth because that's where his mom died and all, right? Yeah. But even still, especially because the way space works in the MCU, it seems like they just have Earth stuff sometimes. I guess that's how he gets the zoom or the zooms. Yeah, I think it's whatever zoom. though. Yeah, you're kind of right. I bet that is just kind of to identify him because there's no reason he shouldn't just have an iPod or, or just like, his cell phone, just AirPods, because it's the modern day, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, because yeah, again, without that support of the guardians or like any knowledge of that, I don't. He probably would just become. He probably should do exactly what Ego wanted the whole time, and then Ego would just yeah take over the world. I guess. Yeah, Which destroy it. It's like everyone else. Although maybe perfect, perfect uh, T'Challa Star Lord would fix it. Like, yeah, because he's like oh, he's weird. I felt a bit. It was a bit much that he was just like perfect. Yeah, again, I don't know. I guess you gotta separate it somehow. But like, I don't know. To me, has that ever been T'Challa's thing? Like, that's just not what, to, that's not, I don't know. I don't want to be dick or anything, because good on him. And obviously, rest in peace, my man. Rest in power, Chadwick Boseman. But, like, maybe if, if this was, like, I don't know, like, Captain America or something, right? Who's, his whole thing is basically that he's perfect. Maybe that would make sense to me, where it's like, well, yeah, if he was Captain America, it doesn't really, I mean, it would be hard harder to imagine, but it's like, yeah, if he was the star, maybe he would just be the perfect guy, and he'd just make everyone better. But it's like, that's not really T'Challa's main thing, is it? Yeah. He's being... Perfect. A real nice guy who is able to avoid conflict at all costs and everything, like totally mitigates it. I don't know. Because Civil War, his first thing is he just goes yeah. to fight Bucky. Yeah, I don't know. I guess he, he does grow from it and like change. Yeah, it's his arc in Civil War, but like he's a kid. Like he's yeah, a kid know. who grows up with like Ravengers who are not like good people. Yeah, exactly. So it'd be more likely for him to turn out like Peter Quill than not, because yeah, Peter know. Quill's the way he is because he was raised by those people. But again, it's whatever. It's fine. It's, it's cool. Not, it's not the end of the world. I like it. I do like his outfit, I will say. Oh, it's cool, yeah. For sure. And the purple jacket's fun. Do you think they're going to follow up on that at all? With the with the ego, maybe, you know? Because I don't think they are in no. the same way that... They, I don't think I don't, they are at all. I don't think they're going to follow up on last week at all in any meaningful way. Although, except except for the fact that we know that... Or have it's been rumored. We don't know. But they say Haley Atwell's going to be in it. Now, from yeah. that, because she's in Doctor Strange, or been rumored to be... People have been saying that the tentacle monster that they fight mm-hmm. is the Doctor Strange villain, like Shagar yeah. Noth or whatever, who's like the who's like Jastaro 
pretty much, mm-hmm. just like Marvel Starro. So that might be why she's kind of connected. She, that might come up. So I, I think it's believed that he's going to be the villain. Because, yeah, I've heard that. Because he can um, wrap the reality, but who knows? It's kind of gone back. Some people thought it was Nightmare. Or... I thought, and I don't. maybe I'd have to go back and even see what they look like. My first thought when I saw it in the episode was that it was the the creature from the beginning of Guardians 2. I think it was pink, though. Which was? The thing from Guardians 2. And that was not? Okay. That was green. Whatever. That was all I had, though. Like I said, I, I probably would have to go look, but yeah. that was my first thought. I was just like, well, what's the space monster thing that we've seen with tentacles in the MCU? Because I assumed it was a reference to something. I don't know. That, uh, vil- what's it What's it called? Uh, Shergod? Noth or something. Whatever that guy is. My understanding, though, is that he's more, I don't know, there's more to him than just flailing tentacles. Like, I think he's intelligent, right? No, he definitely is, because cause there's, a, there's a comic where uh, he fights Nightmare Mephisto and Dormammu to see who can f- take over yeah. Earth first. I mean, he so, loses, but he's, he's smart enough to, I like... Su- I su- I've seen people theorize that, but then I was just like, I don't know. To me, he doesn't. He didn't really act like that character does. He kind of so. acted mindlessly. Yeah, whatever. I don't think... Well, I think... I don't know. This episode was rumored, or said, or whatever. They revealed it before it came out. So I think maybe the next episode, it, it's been said what it is going to be, but it's there. I don't know. I'm saying I have looked, so I don't know what next week will be. I think next week is Loki? I think it's if Loki invades Earth properly. Oh, yeah? think so oh, okay i believe so oh well then we'll talk about that next time one thing i do want to talk about because i've seen some recent news that in the next black panther movie that that's where Ironheart will make her first appearance before oh, her yeah? show oh it's just recently conf- i think it's been rumored or confirmed that she will appear in black panther before her show and that will be her first mcu appearance huh that's interesting yeah it makes sense because she's big a lot of tech stuff mm-hmm. it's one of the things where i'm sitting here like I don't, I'm, I'm just trying to think about how she would work in. It kind of reminds me of how Monica Rambeau was with WandaVision. Right, when, yeah. When that was, when that was first, like, rumored or said or whatever. And I, I was like, that doesn't really fight. Like, that doesn't check out. Why would she end up, and I don't know, they handled it in a way that I was totally on board with. I was like, all right, cool. So, I'm sure they know what they're doing. But, like, yeah, Ironheart, that doesn't really vibe with Black Panther. Especially the, what we, the, the rest we know about this movie, which is that it's, like, Wakanda versus Atlantis War. <laughs> With Namor and shit. I don't see how that... Uh... Apparently they've been like... They've written a bunch of different scripts for this movie. I think the woman who plays the queen of Wakanda, or I guess the child's mother, mm-hmm. she said, yeah, there are like six different versions of the script, and I heard they're writing a seventh. Like, they've been writing this script... They've been doing a lot of rewrites. Yeah, and that, that would make sense, obviously, because of what happened. The all. tragic passing of Terry Boseman. So? Probably through her, like... I mean, yeah. Although, I... I... I have no way of knowing, but I feel like I could just be misremembering and, like, reconstructing this backwards, but I feel like the Atlantis stuff has been rumored since, like, for a lot, like, maybe before that, even. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe it's not, like, massively different. There are a lot of the story beats aren't aren't totally over, like, well, rewritten or anything. Yeah, I know people, I know know for a while, before his passing, um, people thought, there was a rumor that Namor was going to be in it, or... Doom was going to be in it, one of the two, and then I was like, "Oh, it's going to be Namor," and then he died. You were like, "Is it going to be Namor?" And now it's mm-hmm. now Namor is back on the like market. They're like, "I think they've cast a guy." Or the Atlanteans are back on the fish menu, is boys. back on the menu. The biggest dickhead in Marvel comics is back on the menu, boys. He's yep. very he's unpleasant as a character. Yeah. Every time he's in, I'm like, I really don't like you anymore. You're kind of the worst. Mm-hmm. He beat the Nazis though, so you gotta. Give- he was just kind of a dickhead. He's trying to fuck Sue Storm all the time. Yeah. Or Emma Frost. I mean, can't blame, can you blame the man? Uh, yeah. No, I can. Yeah, he's kind of, he's no good. He's also probably got a wife or something. He's probably got some gross fish wife. 
he can, he can fly because he has wings on his ankles? Yeah. No, I don't think they'll allow him to fly. No, that's why he flies. Yeah, but... It's like he yeah, was written in the 40s. That's why he flies. I know. I'm aware. Well, then that's why he He's flies. He's the first mutant. He's one of like 12 Marvel characters who are the first mutant. Name them all. Name all 12. I was exaggerating, but it's like... No, no, no. I, well, I didn't mean literally 12. I was no, trying no, to please. convey that no, there's no, more. No, 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 no. I was just trying to convey that there's more than one, which there should be one. But I was thinking, like, there's him. He's Marvel's first mutant. There's him. There's, like, Apocalypse. That's also his shtick, right? He's right. the oldest mutant. There's Selene. She's, like, the oldest mutant. That's the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. The problem is there's just more than one. That was the only joke I was trying to make. And thank yet you for you, coming and, right at me. And you gave a number. And thank you for jumping right down my throat about that. Good. I really appreciate it. That clearly... Hey. That clearly... That's what the show is for. For us to just antagonize each other forever. Hell's, other, no. hell's other people. I don't know how he's the Because he's not even that old in the scheme of the MCU. Or the uh, not the MCU, but the Marvel Universe. I don't know. It's... I mean, he's old enough to be in the 40s. So maybe he's like a thousand for all I fucking know. But... Who even cares? I know it's me. Yeah, he's a dick. So it kind of makes sense that they're going to... F- even though he is ostensibly a hero... I think it makes perfect sense for his first introduction to be as an antagonist before maybe he's like, all right, maybe I was a dick. Maybe I'll yeah. come back over. He is often, like, you know, hostile, if not openly antagonistic to other heroes. In the yeah, MCU, especially Reed Richards and all those guys. That I- Inhumans book that I like so much, yeah. he's in that. So um, you mean the Inhumans? Like yeah, because, Black the, because the Inhuman, the, the what's, what's their city, Adelon, yeah. is... It, it, in that comic, it is a, um, it's currently atop Atlantis. Atop? How so? Yeah, so there's like, so Atlantis is underwater, right? But like the right. tippy, like ruins of it stick out. And then, you know, Adelon's like floating. Oh, so it floats above it? Yeah, it's like, or maybe it is in the water, but it's like above it. And he's like, this is my land. I know what, uh, at one point during Secret Wars, boy, Secret Wars, Black Panther and Black Bolt kill him. They trap him on a dying world and then just leave. Like he's a dick. There's, I mean, I'm glad they killed him. He's in him. the, uh, he's in the Illuminati with those. those he is, those yeah. Fellows, all three of those guys, along with some other fellows, and they some send, other fellows. and they send Hulk right. to Sakar. I think we're kind of. St- no, no, but people want to know about Namor. No, Zach, wait, no, don't seal me yeah. away. <laughs> I think we've lost it a bit, so let's act attack into the other thing we're going to talk about this week. Right, the Which, Eternals trailer. No, no. Fuck. Hold on. <laughs> Anyway, it's a quick note about that. We may as well say though, now that you've done it. If anyone's champing at the bit for us to talk about it, if if any of you, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get closer. Yeah, probably when we get. closer. It comes out or November fifth, so the week before um, November fifth, we'll talk about it. I just don't. I don't have any particular want to watch it because, like, I I know I'm going to go see it. So that's true. The only thing I would gain by watching it personally, I feel like it's just it would it would show more of the movie to me, which I don't really need because I don't. Yeah, that's what trailers are for, right? It's convincing yeah. people to go see it. I'm already going to go see it, so it's fine. I do want more of the Eternals because I know nothing about the Eternals, and it just makes me more interested in them. No, that's fair. Because, I, I mean, I'm that's not going to not watch the movie. I would have watched it even if we didn't of have course. the show. Yeah. But anything, I'm like, well, I need to know, because I didn't know literally anything about them. That is fair. Whereas I've, I've read some Eternal stuff, so, like, I don't know. And that, that is, like, a thing, right? That's, like, a if, if you don't know uh, anything, right, it's kind of impossible to be spoiled. Yeah, because you're like, well, right. what is this? What is even yeah, happening? Because you can't make any connections and kind of like, draw those lines. Build whereas, a plot for yourself. Yeah. But if you know a storyline, yeah. you're like, well, it might be this, which means this, this, and this happens. Exactly. So that's why my thoughts. Although, I may mean, as well say this. When we talked about this before we showed the show here, we decided. I do think it's an interesting thing, like spoiler culture nowadays. Right. Is that I feel like people are much more sensitive about spoilers. And I guess I'm, I'm literally 
referring to myself right now as well, clearly. Mm-hmm. What I said. But like back in the day, spoilers were like almost non existent. Like I was saying, movie trailers back then, you go watch like old movie trailers from like the seventies and stuff. They're literally just recounting the whole plot and like you knew everyone who was in a movie going into it. Like that was not a thing. There was no like surprise cameos and shit like there is nowadays. Right, yeah. Like Robert Redford read in um when he was in The Winter Soldier, I think he like basically just said that to someone just nonchalantly beforehand that he was the villain, which was obviously like a twist within the movie cuz I think he's from that generation where like, it didn't matter. There was no twist as to who's the bad guy. There's if no... you're playing the bad guy, you're the bad guy. Yeah, that, there's no twist villains. So like I feel like maybe and again, like I said I, I guess I'm probably part of this group as well, but people are a little oversensitive about spoilers cuz like yeah, classically, something where, like, you see something in a trailer and then you can, because of your knowledge of this particular source material, you can kind of puzzle together a plot for yourself. That not that isn't reasonably a spoiler, is it? No, not really at all. And also, it's like, I feel like some people's threshold for it is so low of like, well, I want to know almost nothing. I, I should know nothing. I shouldn't know who's in it or how they in it. Oh, gosh. Icarus is... He's nice in this one? Well, I didn't, didn't need to know that going through. And the other one, he kills everyone. Oh, this guy and this guy are going to get along? These guys, like, I feel like it's so low. They're going to go to this place and there's going to be an action scene here? Because it's like, and, and I, I do kind of see it both ways. Because there's definitely been movies where I've gotten real into them with the trailers. Like, I'm thinking of particularly Age of Ultron I was like that for, where I just had an immense hype, amount of hype for that, and I watched all the trailers, like, many, many times. And Star Wars The Force Awakens was like that. And I can't lie, I feel like I did get to a point after, if you if you watch those trailers enough, and you really do put in effort to, like, can I construct a plot from this? You really kind of can. You just can do it, and it kind of like, ruins I feel it like you can, and, and obviously it would be hard to know, obviously with because we have the benefit of retrospect now. Like, we've seen the movies, or hindsight, whatever. But I, I feel like even so, Both if you go accurate. back and look at all those trailers, you can probably be like, yeah, most of the sort of beats are in it where it's like, well, this beat takes place here, and this action scene takes place here, and this, this one's probably after this. And you can, if Have you all watch together. the trailers, depending on how the trailers are made, you can you can start to puzzle together. Although, I think we're probably in a good spot now. Yeah, I think with so. With trailers. Like I said, I haven't watched this one yet, but I'm sure it's not actually like that spoilery. It really isn't. I think like 2014, 15 was maybe the the height of like just showing a bunch of shit. Like you know how when um the Amazing Spider Man came out, yeah, they, they... there was something like I think 45 ish or maybe even more total minutes of footage were released prior to that movie coming out between the trailer, as in like unique footage, right? Yeah. Like if you put it all together, individual scenes. Between, like, clips, because that was the thing that... I don't know if they still do that. They probably do, but I just don't pursue it at all. But, like, they will release minutes, a couple they minute clips. With, they've done that with Shang-Chi. I've seen a couple... Oh, okay. I haven't watched it, but... Clip, like, it's not it's not a trailer. It's a it's a it's just a... Clip from the film. Clip from the movie. So, like, if you added up all the clips and all, like, the trailers and stuff, it added up to literally being, like, 40-something minutes of the film. Of, which uh, is how, of how long? Like, that movie isn't that long, know, right? Yeah, probably, like, two hours and ten or something. All right, so... Getting out of our way. Let's let's actually act attack and do the other thing we wanted to talk about, which was um Star Wars Clone Wars, the animated series, but not the one no the that you all know and love. Series by uh, Gendy Gendry. Sure. I always I think it's Gendy Tartakovsky. Yeah, he did Dusha's Lab in Primal. He did. And um, did you watch Primal? 
No, I've not. It's I've very, heard that's really good. I, I watched series, it. Right? Yeah, it's very good. Also, Samurai Jack. That's that's the big one, I think. Right. People like. Uh, yeah, it is Gendy Tartakovsky. So yeah, it's a two D animated series from two thousand three to two thousand five. So like right between uh, episodes two and three. Right. It was part of the whole like Clone Wars multimedia project, which was like a pretty cool thing at the time because like nowadays we have in Star Wars we have one continuous canon. Since the Disney merger, right? Right. But back then, they had that whole tier system where it was like the movies are, are G tier canon, or it was L tier. It was one of the two. It was like I think it was George. I think I think it was G though for George. Like, this is George tier canon, and then so they literally had a tier system where it was like, well, your thing's here, which means that you can overrule stuff below you. But um, nice fucking job, my man. You can overrule anything below you, but you know anything above you can just overlap you, and there was a lot of like there was a lot confusion. of confusion. Yeah, there was a lot of because that's just convoluted. What would we'll be the word? Like retcons and like and just things that are. What would be the word? For what? We Conflicting, trying? I guess. Yeah. Conflicting storylines where it's like, well, this character's in this thing and he dies here, but then he shows There's up. also this book where he dies two years later. How is he alive? Like, what? A lot of well, stuff. Well, like actually, that. it that's in B tier for a book. Yeah, or yeah because B- that's in C tier canon. This does take precedence. Like. It's just ridiculous. And yeah. so this Clone Wars media, Multimedia Project, though, this was one of the first times where all the creators involved did get together and, and decide on stuff like that, where they knew they wouldn't overlap each other. Because basically the problem back then was just you were kind of on your own. They just kind of let you have free reign. Be like, do whatever you want with these characters. Which meant unless you had already read everything, you wouldn't even know. I don't think a lot of times it was ever done maliciously. Yeah. It was more just, well, I'm going to write the story I want to write, and... I don't think anyone's done this yet or used this character or done this type of scenario here. But I've also not read everything, and I'm not going to. So I'm just going to go with it. Whereas nowadays, when that happens, when the conflicts arise, the story group, which is literally a group of people who it's their job to handle it, tell you, well, you can't use this character because he's here right now. Or this guy's dead. Or we notice you use... Sometimes they even like add in continuity of like, we notice this character you have here. What if we replaced him with a really similar character that already exists, and then it's a little extra continuity and stuff? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's less. That means there's less like similar people running around. Yeah, and so the Clone Wars multimedia project was like books and comics and this show, and I think a video game or two, and it um it just kind of was like the proto version of that. It was unfortunately almost entirely all wiped. Only a couple years later, by um. Run to Sith. No, by the clone Star Wars, the Clone Wars oh. show by George Lucas, because that was G tier. <laughs> he just wiped it all. He was like, "Ah, I might as well get rid of it." He just cannibalized what he wanted and threw away the rest. Um, there was but, some pretty good stuff in this one. Yeah, it was a couple really interesting kind of years of storytelling. I don't know the Clone Wars era, obviously because of the show, but even before that, like it's just interesting looking. There's a lot of cool designs. I think the clone troopers look really cool sometimes. Um, I think well, in the show their guns look really cool. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff like that. I like that scene. Uh, that scene. That, I think it's kind of a meme too, where that uh, when they on the attack of Coruscant. In the, uh, spoilers, also. Yes, uh, spoilers for this 15 year old TV show. Yeah, whatever. That's that wasn't. It was no longer canon as of like 12 years ago. It's it's just about one of the furthest things from canon nowadays it was hardly canon as it was coming it's out. basically <laughs> fanfic at this point yeah but in any case <laughs> though on the attack of coruscant when that one trooper in red is like that's the captain f- fordo 
Okay. Or Captain Forty. He's over there. He's one of the Lego guys I have. You see my oh, minis, right? Right. So, listeners, what I'm looking at are 40 foot replicas of Clone Troopers. No, 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 they're just little Lego That men. he's built out of, what is that, monkey flesh? No. <laughs> oh, nope. Oh, yes, no, that's monkey flesh. I can, I can smell it from here, listeners. Ooh, it stinks the nostrils and it flares the sinuses. Anyway. They're just Lego. Made of monkey flesh. <laughs> anyway. That's canon, listeners. That's canon. That's 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 at canon. <laughs> that's canon to the podcast. The podcast. If we ever do spinoff comics or books, those will be their own levels of canon. Oh, gosh. So Disney buys us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Captain um, Ghibli guy, whatever the hell his name was, <laughs> whatever. When no. he's fighting off the sewer battle yeah. by himself, and he's like, ah, and the, like the camera's kind of shaky, and he's yeah. like pulling all those guns. That was really... like a second gun. And he's, he's like great. has the pistols. That was super cool. He's I like really that Mace cool. Windu just punches a bunch of super battle droids to death. You, so you like that? I did. I think it's cool. He just, he's like, yeah, yeah. I like it in the context of this show being, because the whole show is a bit over the top, even for oh, yeah. what we see Jedi. It's it's kind of this weird, like, problem that, I don't know if it's a problem, but this weird kind of thing that can happen in Star Wars is, like, depending on the material, there's there seems to be, like, a very wide chasm of what Jedi can and can't do. Yes. As in, like, if you compare any of the shit in this to what, Bray does. Luke does. Well, Bray. Well, yeah, sure. But even Luke in, like, the original trilogy. I guess Ray and Luke are kind of on a similar level. Because, like, yeah, it's a similar vibe in those in those trilogies as to what Jedi are capable of. Which is to say, not a whole ton. <laughs> not even anything. <laughs> like, physically. Like, they're... they're and not, not to take anything away. I'm just saying, like, yeah. You never see Luke punch an army to death. <laughs> no. And, or, like, do a big force jump or run really fast. And so, like... A thing that's been put forward for this series a lot is, like, you can almost treat it like it's legend. Mm. Like, like sort of even at the time, again, like, the legends is what they call so the non-canon stuff now. But I mean even in the sense of, like, even at the time, it's kind of like, well, maybe this stuff did happen, but not exactly as we see it. Because, you know, the way we're seeing it is colored by perception, right? Right. So, like, maybe Mace Windu was on the Battle of Dantooine and, like, fought there. But it's like... Maybe even maybe there was never a point where it was canon that Mace Windu punched an army to death. You know yeah. what I mean? Like maybe that's exactly. always because even in that in that one in particular, like maybe we're seeing the point of view of that little kid who's watching him. That's what I, I think we definitely are. Yeah. So stuff like that. And he can't really cool. see too well. So yeah. what is he gonna know? I did like how did General Grievous. I think he's yes. much cooler in this. He doesn't yeah. have his classic voice though, which is a little disappointing. But like. He does, he does a lot more interesting things. He actually trains with Count Dooku a little mm-hmm. bit. They, they kind of do, actually, they kind of do the Cad Bane Clone Wars plot where the Emperor hires people to kill the Chancellor, but he's just the same yes. person. So he's in on it. Yes. But that's also essentially, obviously, like that is how it goes in canon too, is that he's hired himself to be kidnapped. He's, he's, he's commanded Dooku to kidnap him right, yeah. when he is him. But yeah, Dooku, or not Dooku. Grievous, yeah, this is the first thing he's ever been introduced in. So when he came out in this was the first time we ever saw him. And I agree. He's he's definitely kind of, like, more interesting and cool. But I think, and again, this is probably a symptom of, like, this, or a symptom, whatever. Like, this is probably just kind of the way the show is presented and, and sort of the vibe they're going for. He's too good in this. Yeah, he's very he's powerful. Too powerful. It's ridiculous the, the, how unkillable he is. He defeats many masters. He defeats, like, um, three Master Jedi. He defeats Shock yeah. Chi and the forehead guy, who are Master Jedi. Yeah. Well, no. So on um the Battle of gosh, Shido Hill. No, I should know this. Is it Rhyperion? That's a Pokemon. Yep, it is. 
from the uh, Sinnoh generation. Ripori, I think. I think it's Battle of Ripori. So when they're in that downed acclimator shuttle the ship, right, and it's just that group of Jedi, and they're like surrounded. I and think the, that's Battle and the Padawan's tweaking. Yeah, he's like, I gotta go, uh, man. You know, are you familiar with that character? Isn't he like Shaggy? Something. He's called Shaggy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I thought. Like Sha, like Dash He I'm like, he looks I know. Like I was like, he looks like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. So that battle, yeah, it's but it's also Ayla Secura's there too. Ayla Secura, Kiati Mundi, and Shakti all are Jedi masters on the council at the time, no less, I think. And yeah, he schools them all and the other like three who were who were there or whatever. Yeah. I think it's a bit absurd. But again, I think that could kind of be a thing of like maybe this is like the legend, right? Maybe in the quote unquote real version of it, right? Maybe the Jorg army did just advance. And so the Jedi's had to fight off droids Dooku and and the whole army, right? Grievous and the whole army. Said Dooku. That's what I meant. Sorry, I keep I don't keep doing that. But yeah, that and in the Battle of Coruscant parts, Grievous is just like absurd. Yeah, there's like three different points where it seems like they've killed him and lost him, and but he just shows up, and then he just sh- yeah he shows up where they're about to be. It's like that part where they, it, it actually kind of like it never stood out to me until this time, but when they're fighting him and then they get on the the really fast elevator lift rail thing and they'd like zip away incredibly quickly and then he's still just at like the next thing like he's behind before them behind all those thick doors they like open the door and he's already there yeah behind all those doors i'm like how the fuck did he do that how did he run so fast how could he possibly right he would be able to like shakti stays behind to slow him down but but he and she does like she doesn't obviously he gets by eventually but she does like delay him some more and he still catches up and surpasses like overpasses them yeah weird it's very confusing also what also got me is that the moment mace windu shows up he almost beats him yeah I think that's kind of cool, but because Mace Windu is to be one of the best, yeah, like, he, strongest Jedi. Him and Yoda are, like, the strongest at the moment. But it is kind of weird, though, that, yeah, like, Shakti can't, couldn't do half that. None of them use the Force to, like, crush him. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why they wouldn't crush his arms or something. I like those other two Jedi. Well, yeah, exactly, because he doesn't have the Force. It's a, it's a wonder that every time Grievous has ever showed up, ever, and is fighting a Jedi in any Star Wars thing, that's not their go-to move, is just crush him. Yeah. Because he doesn't actually have the force and can't stop that. Yeah, he just kind of like, he just, as he said, he's only trained in the arts of like fighting. I don't know if, he, I don't want to insult your intelligence or anything, but I don't know if you could tell, but that's why he has his cough then. That's why he doesn't have his cough in the show. But then in oh. episode three is because Mason Duke crushes his lungs. Oh. <laughs> his organs sack. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was just because, doesn't he cough in the Clone Wars TV show though? He does, because that's not. Because again, that overrules this. So oh, okay. just... That would make sense though. Because I always thought he caught because he was just a weird cyborg monster. I think that is why. I think that's what George Lucas intended. But then I mean, this, that makes sense. It's it's like I don't I don't know how closely anyone worked with him on this show, or like if he was kind of reverse engineering this stuff. But he clearly got a bunch of lead up, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so let me see it here. But like, yeah, obviously the last sort of chunk of the episodes there about the Battle of Coruscant, those exactly dovetail into Episode Three. Right? Oh yeah, they're like. Go help this guy. I'm like, watching these, you would be like, man, it's really setting it up. So, the other thing about this show, I don't know if you could tell this, right? But as it was airing, it was released in, like, not normal episodes. So, first of all, the whole show, right, is, right. like, two-something hours but, put together. Less than two uh, hours, right? Yeah, it's, like, two hours and, like, 14 minutes, all told. The whole show, right? Yeah. And that's because, as it came out, it was not normal-length episodes, like, nowadays, right? Right. It was, like five to ten minute episodes oh like much shorter that yeah. we released 
which kind of makes sense, I think, because one, you can kind of tell there's like self-contained little vignettes of like that. That makes fun of what we were just talking about, right? That whole thing happens and it's like all self-contained and it's like probably, yeah, like five minutes ish long, right? And I think you can kind of tell when you watch it, when you sit down and watch it as a whole thing, because it can get a bit frenetic, right? Right. There's not a lot of dialogue to speak of. There's no. not a lot of plot a lot of the times. It's just a lot of cool action scenes, which is right. fun. But I think, yeah, I, I feel like you start to feel it as you're watching it all at once because you're like, man, it's just nonstop. Whereas if you watched it week to week in a little five-minute chunk, and you're just like, this is a cool Star Wars action scene to watch. You'd be like, all right, cool. Yeah, you'd be like, this is super fun. Yeah, but I think watching them all back to back to back to back. T- and I've done that before. Don't get me wrong. And I really do enjoy this show. Like, it's got a... It's got a special place in the old heart. The I old heart. Time. So, on here. So, the first quote-unquote season was from November 7th to November 20 of 2003. That's only, like, two weeks. And that was oh, the wait. first ten episodes. Season two was March 26th to April 8th of 2004, which was another ten episodes. And then season three was March 22nd to March 26th, 2005. So, I don't even... How did I even release that? So, I think... Uh, quote unquote season one and two are the first part that's on Disney Plus, and then right, season yeah. three is the second part. That makes sense. So yeah, it went right up until very close to the release of of Revenge of the Sith. So that makes sense. So that's that's pretty cool. Like I said, at the time that would have been really sweet because you're like, it really does set up exactly the plot. Like, as in, I don't know, in the same way that like Rogue One leads into Episode New Four Hope. kind of timeline. Like because it literally ends with them going minutes go, but, if less. Before but, episode three starts, and it it, pr- it puts it provides a lot of not maybe not requisite like I don't think episode three is like confusing to watch without it, but it certainly provides a lot of cool backstory for it. Where you're like, oh okay, that's how they got the chancellor and all. I always think, and this this one always shows it up. Like I always feel the chancellor doesn't even try to hide the fact that he's evil and like is being a little nefarious. Maybe that's like the whole point. The, I mean, probably what it is the Jedi are just clouded and they can't see the the mm-hmm. threat growing in front of their fucking noses, like in yeah. front of their eyes. But like they reference in this episode and in the Clone Wars and in the movies that it's like, hmm, it's kind of weird that the Chancellor really likes Anakin and and they also mention that Anakin is like kind of too emotional and kind of mm-hmm. like can be a little unstable and yeah. need to help him. And they're not like, oh, they're just gonna make him a Sith. Yeah, the fact that's that kind of the... none of them are like, oh, that's what he's doing, right? But again, that's sort of like the point of the prequel right. era yeah. Jedi Order is like They're they just have too dumb. much hubris that can't see past their own goddamn faces on some of this shit. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, man, I bet, uh, I, I bet Palpatine is some kind of puppet of this Sith Lord that we've been looking for these 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 years. Like they don't even consider until it's literally right in front of their faces. Oh, he was the Sith Lord. He was the guy the whole time. And like some of it's that they're will. It's not even that they can't see it, but it's they're just willing to look past it. Because again, as a further sign of how they've lost their weight, they're like, well, yeah, Anakin probably is too emotional, and Obi Wan in particular is like, yeah, I know he is married to and is having a child with pa- Padme, but he's my friend, and also he's real good at leading soldiers and flying ships and stuff and we're in the middle of a war so we kind of need ignore it the idea is that in an in peacetime they wouldn't allow anakin to carry on like he does but it's because they need him and because they also because they think he's a chosen one and all that they they act like that a real Um, a real randall thor sure is he he's a chosen one yeah oh yeah both those characters are literally the chosen ones and so like 
and and also though again that's kind of like the the obnoxiously convoluted plan of palpatine all along right is presumably he fabricated the war at least in part to draw that out of anakin and to allow him to to go down that path and to allow them to turn a blind eye to it because if it was peacetime anakin probably would have gotten mellowed out earlier but yeah. As it was, they're like, well, we need him to be like this almost. So. You know, it's funny. Is that um, at any point during the war, Anakin could have just been killed. Yeah. Like, I think that, too, about a lot of... I also sometimes think, though, like, there's a few plots that happen throughout the course of the Clone Wars, which Palpatine really doesn't have a plot a hand in at all. Yeah. I mean, like, nine times out of ten, he does. He's Because he's doing that thing where he's playing both sides to get exactly what he wants. He's, so pl- he's, he's pulling a mech. I play both sides, and then I come out on top. Yeah, so he comes out on top. So... Nine times out of ten, every situation in, like, the Clone Wars, he's, yeah, he's getting the, the Republic and the Separatists to do exactly what they want, and neither side really know. But there's a couple times where he really isn't, and I always think that. I'm like, what if this goes wrong, or right, or whatever, and he actually did just die? Or it's, like, horribly maimed and can't fight I mean, anymore. And I guess we know now that Palpatine's, like, invincible, or he had his, his spirit would have gone to Mexico or whatever, but... Even then... What if what if Anakin had just been like, well, actually, or he was just like, if Anakin not even died, just got like injured and they just healed him with the force and they're like, yeah, actually, dude, maybe you were just out of the war for a bit and we you help you mellow out and then he I just think mellows maybe, out. I think maybe the idea is that he probably had backup plans for basically everything. So like Anakin was his first choice, but maybe if if yeah, maybe if Anakin literally did just die in war in the war. Pick that, somebody else. Yeah, he would just have someone else in there. Because, yeah, again, the same thing. Like, there is a number of things that happen in the Clone Wars involving Anakin that are not Palpatine's doing at all. Where Anakin could maybe just die. I obviously know he doesn't, but I'm, I have had that same thought before. And I think that's basically the answer. Is that he's got... He probably has... Yeah, again, because of what we know now about, like, the sequels and stuff. I guess he probably has backup plans even for his own death as well. Like, yeah. There's contingencies in place, I bet. Maybe he could just revive Anakin. Yeah, maybe... I have that theory, I think, have I even said that on the show? That I think that he does actually know how to stop people from dying. Well, obviously, he knows how to stop himself from dying, but I think he can actually heal people and stuff. Because I think that Anakin should have died after Mustafar. Or that he is dead. Or that he has died or is about to, and that Palpatine saves him by stealing away Padme's life force. And that's why Padme also inexplicably dies. I think someone that there, and I definitely agree with it, because I'm going to be like, she died of a well, yeah. broken heart. I don't even... It's almost like... Yeah, I mean... Not to do my horn or anything. Also, I don't think I'm nearly the first person to come up with this. But, yeah, it, it makes a lot of stuff at the end of that movie make more sense. And it almost makes... When you kind of put it... Like, you're like, maybe that's it really is what he intended. Like, maybe we're meant to read into that. Because it's... Otherwise, it's just so absurd that she just dies of a broken heart. Oh, right? 100%. So, let's talk about some of the other characters. So, this is the first introduction of Grievous, like we said. This right. is also the first introduction of Dirge. What did you think of him? Who? He's the bounty hunter, big, um, fleshy monster that Obi-Wan fights towards the beginning. Oh, that's who that is? Yeah, he's called Dirge. I thought it was a, like a weird separatist monster. Uh, Whatever he is. I thought he was... What did I say? It's a bounty hunter. Oh, well, yeah, he's a bounty... He called... No, they refer to him as a bounty hunter in that show. I do that, I don't remember. Yeah, there's the part where um the, uh, the gross banking clan guy is like, Why did Duco hire you if you're just going to stand over there? And then he's just like... Mm, I guess I'll go do something. So, yeah. I thought it was vaguely interesting. Yeah, right. So that's what I was thinking yeah. out of him. It's a fun shape. Yeah, he's interesting. He's, I, like, he's like a real big dude. Also, they just use like they just use lances what to joust. Yeah, I was gonna say, that was Isn't a bit cool? much. There's a lot. And of that, when though. I did like how Obi Wan wore a clone helmet. Yeah, he was like mount really up. Cool, that's a really cool look for Obi Wan. Is when he's wearing all that clone armor. Well, he's really just wearing a full suit of clone trooper armor, and then he's just got like 
a cape and Jedi robes kind of over top of it. I think it's also sick. I thought it was cool. I liked the I liked the opening scene of that where it's got like the like the commando commando squad. Yeah, the and they're like like doing all the hand yeah, signals yeah. and they're like that's Captain Fordo. That's the same guy. Is he? Is that guy? guy? Yeah. The, he he changed his armor, but he's there later on. Oh, you know what? From this distance, I can't see him. <laughs> the red arc trooper captain who is leading them in that scene is the same guy who's fighting on Coruscant there. But yeah. I like that as well. I like when he gives his little speech. He's like, you're the best of the best. Get in there. Get it done, boys. Get it done. Get out. He's like, I do. I think, yeah, I like them. I, I That, yeah, the jousting thing is kind of like, to me, is sort of like endemic of what the whole show, this show is. Which is like Star Wars, but also it's just a little weird and kind of fun. Yeah. And But also that is kind of what Star Wars is, right? Star Wars is the type of thing, because it is like the space science fiction fantasy type Opera. amalgamation. Yeah. Where... It would be the type of thing where you have guys on speeder bikes, but they also just have joust. They're like lances. To joust But they're you. like electric lances. They're like weird power lances. And they got the weird um, I-88 droids or whatever the yeah, they're called. Yeah, those are assassin droids. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I like that scene as well. Well, and then because he gets, yeah, then the clones get their own lances and their own speeders. They're like, yeah, and they get them. That's good. I thought it was sad, a little bumming when Grievous just shows up the first time. And Chaz mm-hmm. probably like, I'm not in danger. I'm like, you son of a bitch, yeah. you know you're in danger. And then they're all there. And then Shakti's like, defend them. And I'm like, all oh, those clone troopers are just dead. And then he yeah. just brutally murders them all. What do you think about the other Jedi who are with her? Like the, the throat shout guy? Yeah, so I don't know. I'm ashamed to admit. I don't know either of those guys by name. Um, but there's they're both big there's the Ithorian one, who's the guy with the throat, which I think that's really cool that he uses that. The force shout? Yeah. I don't think it's a force thing. My understanding, the maybe he's augmenting it with the force, but my understanding. I heard the second one is the force one. When he's like, when he rips up the, the, yeah, the okay. ground, that's a force one. The first one isn't. Yeah, my understanding was that just that's just something his species can do. They can't talk right with like normal like human speech because they do like that. They're like a black bolt type situation because they've got real powerful throats. And then the other guy's he's called the Tals. He's also just a big guy. I love a big Jedi. That's pretty good. I love like a big oversized Jedi who's who can got, like, like a, just leap really far. Yeah, who's just like normal, like he's big, strong, like a big Wookiee Jedi even. But that guy's bigger than a Wookiee. He could just beat you up without the Force. Oh yeah, just throw you around. I like that. They made the Wookiees all weird in this one. Oh yeah, like there's monkeys. a little bit of Wookiees. Made them kind yeah. of more monkeys and bears. I think that's, but that's like an Episode Three thing. They're always they're swinging around lots on in Episode Three. You think they're most supposed to be bears? Definitely, my man. I mean, he's furry, but they're kind of both. I mean, he's also not real, so. I'm saying in episode three, they live in trees. Like, what do you. Okay, bears can, bears can climb trees too, my man. I don't know, but like, I don't. I, it's more of like a jungle scenario. I thought the implication has always been that they're kind of more primate like. I thought they're. I've always assumed the opposite. They're more bear like. Because you know what? You, then, no, okay, no, no, hold on. Now, hold bears, on. I get that bears can climb You know what's trees. more primate like? The humans. What's up? The humans in there are more primate like, my man. Humans and where? In Star Wars. Oh. More hum- primate-like than what? Than anything else, because they're literal. Oh, yeah. If you, are you just saying humans are primates? Yes. Whatever? Well, yeah, I get it, but... That's all I'm I am saying. To say. If, if they were bears, like, I get that bears can climb trees, but bear lives in, bears live in, like, caves and, like, hollows and shit. They can live in trees. Do they really, though? Do bears live in trees? Do they make homes in trees? Are you I fucking mean, with me? I mean, space bears can't. Again, oh, Zach, it's God. not real. Like, you just said to me. I just, it's weird observation. I don't know. It never stood out to me. Interesting. I, I appreciate your perspective on that. Well, Gummy is, is like they got weird hand feet, like monkeys do. Yeah, but they've always had hand feet. Have they? Oh, yeah. 
I don't I don't remember that at all. They're also in this for like what, twenty seconds? And I remember it very well. I guess so. We left an impression on you, huh? Because I was like, this is weird. They're cool though. And then I said and they were like, and the droids are taking over the world. Yeah. It's the banking clan. I like that about the separatists. I'm always like that. That they're like we talked about this before. Not off the show. I, I was gonna say off the show. Is that they clearly it's clearly a bit of a bit of dry social commentary by George Lucas is that they're like Oh no, we're really just we're we're the good guy. Like we're against the corrupt government. Your government is corrupt, which it is in that show. It, well, in the real world too, but specifically in Star Wars, they also are right about that. But and so they're just like, no, we're actually we're the good guys. We're trying to separate because your government is so corrupt and bloated and and bad. We're actually the good guys, and they're right about that. But then if you see like who makes up the the leaders of the separatists, it's like the banking clan. It's the Techno Union. The it's Trade, the trade Federation. Federation. It's the Commerce Guild. It's all these, like, just like, Companies. mega corporations. It's like if Amazon declared war on the U.S. government. Right, mega corporation isn't even sufficient. Like, mega corporation describes, like, things we have on Earth, like Amazon and Google and Google. Apple. I don't know what you called them in Star Wars, where they a own. A Class like, 2 organization. Like, <laughs> yeah, where they own, like, planets. star planets, star systems, and planets and shit. But yeah, it's good stuff. What do you think about Asajj Ventress in this show? That's just pretty cool, even though she gets bodied by Padawan Anakin, which is... Yeah. See, that's the thing, is that Dirge and her both appear to die in this, but they both come back in all their stuff within the Clone Wars multimedia project. In addition to, of course, Asajj Ventress being in canon, obviously, in the Star Wars The yeah. Clone Wars show, and having a, a full storyline in that. Yeah, she also just returns in Legends. But yeah, it's an issue. It's a fun scene. That is, that is something I want to talk about. Like, that's a very different... That's a significant difference, not just for the show, but for that whole Clone Wars multimedia project. And so for Legend versus Canon is Anakin's character. Is that in Canon, they wanted to focus more on they're obviously in the Clone Wars show. His thing is all about Ahsoka, right? Yeah. That show is all about him dealing with that. That's that all his character development almost comes from hanging out with Ahsoka. Ahsoka. And so she's introduced immediately. And so as a result, obviously to to facilitate that. Anakin is knighted almost immediately after episode two, like within months, because he takes on a pet, uh, Ahsoka as his Padawan like two months after episode two. So, you know, presumably he's already been a knight for at least some period of time that they, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. it's almost immediate. I don't Which they kind of talk about that in the show. This show, right? Where they're like, there's this, so like the Jedi trials, right? They talk about them. It's like, it's a thing. I don't know. I don't know what it was created for specifically. Maybe even for this. I don't know. But, like, there's, like, properly supposed to be all these different trials that you have to go through. It's, like, flesh and mind and spirit and all this shit. Yeah, you look into the mirror. Yeah, but sometimes you can just skip them. <laughs> like, Obi-Wan got to skip them because he killed Darth Maul. Right? That was a significant enough thing. Trial to go through. That they were like, eh, it counts as all of them, I guess. That's and that's true. a similar thing happens to Anakin in this. And so, presumably, in canon as well, that's the scenario, is that he did enough... Did you just count? Like, because his duel with Dooku would count as his trial of the flesh, obviously. His um, hand cut off. His hand gets cut off. So, I don't know. It's just an interesting thing. Because in, in the Clone Wars multimedia project, all the way through, virtually until, well, obviously we see it in this show even, for a lot of it, he is still a Padawan. And so that Padawan, like, master relationship is preserved longer. Whereas in the, sh- again, because of the Ahsoka in the, you know, the 2008 series, he is, a, he is a master to a Padawan instead of the other way around. Right. It's, it's something that I've observed before of, like, um, 
in that Clone Wars multimedia project, Anakin and Barisafi are treated as essentially equals, right? They're peers. Mm. Whereas in the 2008 series, Ahsoka and yeah. Barisafi are yeah, peers because they're Padawans. Yeah, even though even though thing. even though Barisafi's master is just a master, yeah, and Anakin yeah. is just a knight, so yeah. not quite the same. And then she turns evil. Yeah, there's all that. But still, it's just an interesting little thing I've noticed is that, like, in, yeah, like I said, in, in the other stuff, they were treated as peers, and obviously now Ahsoka and her were, were peers. It's just an interesting little quirk. One thing I thought was a little strange is when Yoda saves, I really forgot both their names, Luminara and Dooley and, yeah, and Barisafi. Yeah, both of them uh, on Ilum. Yeah. And he's like, Dooku, someone leaked the plans. And it's like, of course it was fucking Dooku. Who yeah, he else? He was a Jedi, remember? Yeah, you trained him. He was your guy. You fucked up, my man. You should, You guys should have seen this coming. Yeah, why should have been like, anywhere that we took Dooku, let's just make sure that's extra secure. Yeah, let's just like put a some guy on it there. Let's put a Jedi there like all times, checking the place. That's actually one of my favorite of the little vignettes, is the Ilum one. Pro- primarily just because I think that little speech she gives is really cool in the beginning. The blade is the force, and the force is the knife that cuts the butter that is the world, (laughs) that spreads on the toast that is the force. And you are the you are the toaster that makes the bread. Jedi are the blade of the force, and the force is the the blade of the mind. The heart of the Jedi, and the sword is the crystal is the heart of the blade. I just think it's fun. I don't know. It's it's a cool little thing. I like them. Like making a lightsaber. It's real good. Like spinning a lightsaber in the air with the force. They do that all the time. It's great stuff. And then you put a ticket. You, you have all the parts separate and you smush it all together. Good stuff. I think we caught a lot of the broad strokes. Commander Cody is introduced in this. That's kind of fun. Like when he's like, the siege is going well, sir. Three so more months. Three more months. <laughs> and he's like. And then he's like, three months. He's like, yep, we're ahead of schedule, actually. <laughs> and then he like, flies away. We've been here only a month. He goes, well, right on schedule then. And then Anakin's eats bugs yeah he's happy to just eat bugs that's weird right? why why does know. he eat bugs why he eats bugs. he just he slurps up a big worm like oh, it's spaghetti so what do you think of anakin's spirit quest when he goes or spirit trial when obi-wan's like all right this is gonna be a trial of the spirit because we skipped them all before and we just made you a night this is it this is all along uh, i think it's cool i think it's weird <laughs> I, I can never get... A, I know, like, we're supposed to be happy at the end of, like, well, he, he let all the men free and they got to come back to their family, but I'm always... It's gross monsters. It's gross. I hate it. I'm always just... Like, I can't help but think, like, man, those men are irreparably... Damaged. Damaged. Yeah, like, they're just... Monsters. Worse. Yeah, it kind of sucks. And, like, they, it seems like there's no going back. Yeah, they just put in a Ooh. bunch of goo in the... Like, I don't know why Anakin doesn't, didn't save the one. I think that, too. Because he could have like just saved, saved that one. I guess that was the very last one who hadn't yet been turned. And I'm just like, fuck, he could have got him at least. And he wouldn't have been a monster. But yeah, it's cool. He does that kind of thing where he's like sees his fucking future. And which he's, happens he's to Darth be, Vader. Yeah. And then he's just powerless to stop it pretty much. No, he could, fate, he, he could try to. No, he could. But a similar thing happens in the Mortis trilogy in Star Wars. Bless Wars, you. Which is fun. Mortis was a bless you? Get out of here. Oh, well, but fine. So, <laughs> um, she's walking away. Yes. We can talk about more abstract or less abstract. What did you think of like the the voice? I don't know if you noticed, but a lot of the voice cast is the same. I did notice that. I noticed that for Obi Wan. Noticed that for Windu and Yoda. I mm-hmm. did notice that all of them the same. I like that. Dooku. Dooku's the same, right? Yes. Yeah, I did notice there. I liked it. It was good. I did, General Grievous' voice was a little off putting because no, it was different. I agree. But I didn't mind Daniel it. Daniel Graves is just so different. He's too, again, I mean, we already talked about, that was like one of the first minutes. But he's just, we, I, I like him. I think he's interesting. But I also think, I don't think this, I, I think what he comes to be is is fine. And probably better. Yeah. 
Because I know a lot of people lament that he's not like that more often in things. Especially, and I, I will admit this, that in Star Wars The Clone Wars, he is too cowardly. And, and it really kind of devalues his... his Menacingness. Yeah, exactly. His status as a villain when every week he's the villain. And so every week they defeat him and he runs away with his tail between his legs. Yeah, even um, his own lair. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of see, but I think there's probably a middle ground, which is achieved mostly by the movies and most of the Clone Wars. But yeah, this idea that like Grievous should be this, which is just like unbeatable to any Jedi, doesn't really vibe with me personally. He's just too good in this. I don't know. He's yeah. too fast. He's too strong. His arms spin around. Yeah. The fact that Jedi can't beat him in in one to one combat is usually comes down to his lightsabers, right? Like he says, more he's lightsabers. He's got four, and even for a skilled Jedi, even with the relative lack of finesse that he would have, it's hard to deal with, right? Even yeah. without the force and all. But yeah, the fact that he can do like a six on one. It's a bit much. Yeah, I think so. And he, and he can, like, jump really high and move really mm-hmm. fast. Yeah, he said. Yeah. Also, I do agree. His voice is kind of weird. What do you... So, I don't know if we said that... I mean, we said it a couple weeks ago or last week or there. But the reason we watched this was sort of in preparation slash anticipation of the Star Wars Vision series, which yes. is... Coming a, out the 22nd. Yes, which is a series that is literally going to be... It's literally anime, right? It's, yeah, it's made it's, by Japanese um, yeah. anime studios. Yeah. And I think it's even... And Zach hates anime. Or something stuff. I don't hate it. Yes, you do. Uh, but the reason... So the reason we watched this was because, to my eye, this was the closest thing that to, Star Wars has done as of yet to anime. So I just thought it fit, right? Yeah, I agree. And so you're the you're going to be the resident anime expert here. I will be. Of the, of the two of us. So did you get anime vibes from this? No. Not even from like the action, not not particular. Like it just seemed. I I know that it's not animation style. Yeah. Like directly, um, but it is two D animation, which a lot of anime still is. Not even from like I don't know. To me, like the I guess the, I guess the closest one. I know you know that I guess it's not true. The grievous fight was very esque because it's like a one mm-hmm. against many kind of fight, and he's jumping around doing a lot of spin moves. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I thought the Mace Windu one to me is always the one that stands out. Is like because anime can be over the top like that and and kind of crazy with the action right right to me the idea of a jedi literally yeah punching a bunch of robots to death that felt anime like to me no yeah i with one thing it was anime was um when yoda is running around with his little like animal and he's killing things why is it a duck a kai duck why is there duck in the name i don't know it's not a duck it's like clearly like it might be kai buck it's i think it is buck because it looks like a deer my man oh that would make much more sense wouldn't it? i think it's kai buck yeah my bad I'm the resident Star Wars expert. I'm... Are you kidding me? I knew what Kaibuk was. Come on. I'm That's not... pretty good, no? I mean, you're the one who says is Rogue Kai One Buck. isn't the best Star Wars movie, so you're really a Star Wars fan? Yes. Yes. What are you talking about? But you don't say it's the best movie. So? It is the best movie, objectively. Okay, we're not doing this. Whoa. He's a Kaibuk. He's cool. I love that. I love a Jedi riding a mount of any kind. It's great. I cause like Like those things on Hoth? What are yeah, Tauntaun's good enough. No, Bantha's the big one. Bantha, Bantha is the is the one on Tatooine, the big elephants that Tuskens ride. I thought the Bantha was the snow monster. No, that's a wampa. Then who are the French? <laughs> but yeah, I love a Jedi on a mount. I love in Episode Three when Obi Wan gets to ride that lizard dragon. Yeah, thing. and then it dies. I was like, no. Yeah, Boga dies. It's very unfortunate. And uh, like when Yoda's riding this, I like. Yeah, Luke on Hoth's pretty close. Good enough. He doesn't do much lightsaber, but uh, I don't know. I guess it's just because it's a night thing, right? 
I mean, they're Jedi Knights, and, like, they're riding a horse, and, like, the idea of, like, swinging a lightsaber from a mount is real cool. I have that Old Republic cover. I got, like, this special cover that has the, the Jedi riding into battle on things that look very much like horses. Like, they're basically just Star Wars horses. I don't know what they're called. Star Horses? But, yeah, I love it. I love a Jedi on a mount. I think that's fun. He doesn't do it much, though. It's just basically a little clip in the beginning, right? Yeah, and then he's, like, like the intro. he's like, go. He's not safe here. And he goes, all right, and then he leaves. Oh, no, you're right. He is riding it in, at, the, in, Battle the, in the Battle of Coruscant as well. Of course, my bad. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything that stood out to you as anime-like? I guess maybe just the fight scenes, probably. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. It's like, and again, just kind of the over-top. Even for Star Wars, some of it's kind of over-the-top and weird. Again, like the lance is like the punching all the droids to death. Yeah, like Grievous being able to 6v1 a bunch of Jedi. I really like when Seisei Tin takes those clones out into space. Yeah, and he's like, quit for my signal. Go! <laughs> they all just jump into space. That's pretty fun. That's good. He's like, Prepare to board. He's like, this um, ship is doomed, sir. Good. <laughs> it's great. I, I think we shall get to another. The the yeah. The, like I said, the dialogue is not like there's not a lot of it, but I think a lot of it is pretty fun and good. Oh yeah. Kind of sort of sort of epic. And yeah, about covers it again. There's a lot of cool Jedi doing cool Jedi stuff, which is always like I said. It it does create that kind of dissonance sometimes of like, how come Jedi can do this in this thing? And not in this thing, because you're like, it's kind of like a video game sort of paradox of it, which is like when you're playing a video game, but then you, your guy gets to like the cutscene. It's like, just do that, st- all those abilities you yeah, have. Do the, do the Force Unleashed action. when you And do- it's literally that. It's like, man, I see this series where they're doing all this stuff. How come in episode three, X, Y, or Z didn't just do that or this or but whatever? How come all those Jedi Masters lost to one Sith Lord? I know he's the best one, but how do they all yeah. lose? Yeah. Get Fisto lost. I saw Get Fisto through the water and kill those guys. Oh, that's also a really cool one. That right? was a great that's one. That's one of the cool videos. I really like that one. He takes his shirt off. He's like, he's shirtless. I'm ripped. And then he dives in and just swims that's around. that's his thing, is water, because he's a weird squidman. He's a, of good, course he likes he's water. a good squidman. Oh, it's great. That is, that is replicated as well in an arc in the Clone Wars. He goes I... swimming around shirtless in the Mon Cala. Is that when they go to the Greedo planet? No. They go to the Calamari planet? planet. Yeah, what are you talking about? Isn't there one they go to the Grito planet? Yeah. It's that's like a that's swamp. A, it's in a dome. It's a swamp. Exactly. Isn't Kifiso there? Nope. Is that what we won there? Mm-mm. Who's Mm-mm. there? It's a, it's a Padme and Jar Jar episode. It's called the Bombad Jedi. Oh, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> also, that plant's called Rhodia because they're Rhodians. I didn't know that. Well, I just told you. I wish you hadn't. Now I'm cursed with knowledge. It's like I only have a hundred thoughts. Yep. Oh, I meant to ask you. So, there's like different kinds of animes, right? Are you familiar with this? There's, like, different, like, terms for, like, the different sort of... Styles? Yes, maybe. I don't know if it's style or it's more stories. Well, there's genres. Are like you talking genres. about genres, my genre. man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, like, Japanese words, of course. Right? Yes. So, like, what are the what are the genres? Well, there's... I don't know. There's... Well, there's shonen. Shonen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of them. So, shonen so is, is probably the most popular kind. It's basically just for, like... Like middle school to like high school boys. Like basically, if you think Dragon Ball, yeah, that's most of Shonen. Like so there's like a protagonist who's like a teenager, and there's like a group of other protagonists who are also teenagers, and they go on a, like a big quest, and they fight a bunch of people. So that's and your Dragon Ball. Your Dragon Naruto. Ball. Your no, your Naruto. Your fairy tale. Does Jojo um, count as that? Uh, no, I would not count Jojo as that. Jojo, because Jojo's got a weird thing. Uh-huh. So we're gonna attack into Jojo's Bizarre Adventure time now, for <laughs> listeners. If you don't like JoJo, the fucking sorry, my man. Just, 
But no, no. But so I'm no. I'm, this is not gonna be. T- it's not long. So John. So JoJo started out in the Shonen magazine, uh-huh. and then as time went on, um, within the last oh, Shonen Jump, Shonen Jump, that's literally yeah. what it's called. It's Shonen okay. Jump, yeah, and yeah. then in the last two story arcs of it, it has become a monthly release in Ultra uh-huh. Jump, which is a seinen manga, okay, which is more seinen. adult. Okay. So like it's longer, more adult, like Berserk or Attack on Titan are seinen. Because I've heard because they're they're like more violent. There's yeah. more adult themes and stuff. I wasn't gonna go on a whole JoJo thing. I just wanted to explain yeah. that. Is there also like accepted styles for the genres because i feel like i've heard characters like visually beach tribes like yeah he's like a classic like maybe shonen shonen what is it shonen like oh yeah that guy's got the he's like looks like a shonen like a kind of classic shonen protagonist yeah there there are some styles so basically the idea is just like they kind of look like goku really yeah, is the idea so like protagonist. if okay. they've got kind of kind of spiky weird hair different some colored of that, hair there's some of that in the star wars visions yeah, there definitely trailer. is. And I th- I think people just I think that's where I'm getting this from. Is they describe they're like, yeah, that guy looks like a shonen protagonist. Yeah, that's what it is. And like so, yeah. they got so like presumably big eyes and the stuff. Star Wars the, the Star Wars Vision like, is gonna be drawing from that, right? That uh, genre, if anything. Right? I would say it's probably yeah. Because it's like a yeah. Because it'd be an action thing and it's good probably that age range. Yeah, I would definitely say it's gonna be kind of some shonen kind I of stuff. I can't imagine there's gonna be a a slice of life <laughs> no or like a maybe or like a harem episode or yeah yeah weird schoolgirl pl- subplot in any of these i think they're all gonna a magic sure a magical girls doing where there's a magical actually yeah. no well actually there's that one store where there are the two twin girls so there might be a magical girl transformation oh, which boy. is uh i don't there's a there's i don't know it's a word for like uh one's aimed at like young girls but i don't know what it's called because well, it's like Sailor Moon ask. Manga slash anime, whatever. In... Manga. Don't say manga. Sorry. In, She's um, crazy. In Japan. Fucking said that. All right, come on. Is like, it's just more popular than, say, like comic books are here, right? I think there was yeah. a time where comic books were on a similar level where they were really popular and they sold them at newsstands and shit and like they had all these different genres. But mm. nowadays it's kind of pigeonholed into superheroes. Bo- superheroes for the most part, yeah. Not to say those don't exist, because if anything, there's probably also like a bigger market for them than there have been in a long time, because comic books are popular again. So there probably is. Well, I know for a fact there is like indie publishers and stuff put out. They still put out like horror stuff and things like that. But by and large, it mostly pitched and hold on to superhero stuff. Whereas in Japan, right, I think manga is just popular enough that it is just a medium comparable to like movies or TV shows where oh, they can just tackle all kind of genres and there's enough people interested that they will sell them. Whereas oh, yeah. if Marvel tried to put out like a teenage girl focused Slice of life. school girl comic tomorrow, no one, not enough people would buy it probably. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be super popular. Because like, yeah. why is Marvel making things for women or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some neckbeard on Twitter would just piss everybody off. But so, yeah. Like that one guy who made all those tweets about, uh, when she didn't like women. Yeah, where he just named his least favorite character in every MCU movie, and it was always just the woman. And because they were a woman yeah, and were, had opinions. Too much of a strong woman with opinions. Yeah, and it's like, yikes, guy. man. You're a fucking nutcase. I mean, I said the guy, but presumably there's there's thousands of Twitter users just like that. They're all... <laughs> the one guy I'm thinking of in yeah. my head. So if, you're, if you can think of recalling something like that at, on Twitter, li- listeners... It's probably that guy too. Probably that guy. If you ever think of him, it's sure you're right. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for that Star Wars show. It Me should too. be cool. I think it's gonna be a similar thing. To that. I think it's gonna be, if anything, even more out there because this, even though it was, did get kind of cool and, and and out there at times. Like I said at the at the top there, 
it still was creating a canon story. Yeah. Whereas the thing with this series, it's like anthology, none of right? Them are canon. Yeah, they're all anthology, so there's not even like one continuous storyline. Even this one, which it was. It's anthology esque in that first couple seasons, right, of this right. show yeah. with the vignettes, because like, well, we there's like sort of the overarching thing of Anakin and Obi Wan, but then it's like, yeah, here's the Obi Wan vignette, here's the uh, Yoda vignette, here's the fucking Kefisto one. This show is nothing but anthology that I don't think any of it's canon. I think they just let them have free reign. Like, hey man, make a weird anime thing that takes place vaguely in Star Wars, but like, I don't know, man. Some of the stuff in those trailers are just absurd. Yeah. There's like a chick who's got like six arms like, yeah i saw that like, i thought that i was like it's it's, it's so. it should be fun oh, yeah, it, i'm excited even though again anime is not i don't hate anime i don't know why you said that you know i've i've, I've watched animes, animes one is animes pl- well that means i don't hate them though i think i think i think anime is the plural word you can use anime pl- is the plural of animes like i've watched mm. a lot of anime i think mm. that would be the sentence you'd use mm. like so animes would be strange i think strange well, fuck me then, man. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't hate them. I've seen an anime. I've seen your blog. No, I don't have a ranting about anime blog. Not yet. I've been known to call a person a weeb before. I can't even. Me. Deny it's it. me. It's don't, me. Don't say <laughs> I've been known to call well, a person well, or two. It's just me, my man. I know others as well. That's what I was trying to get at. That's I've called you and other people weebs before. Don't worry. It's not just you. I, it's more, I feel like it's mostly me, though. I it, hate it. it. I've said to you before, like, and I guess this is. I don't, I don't know if this makes any sense, but, like, the thing that I, if I had to say something I dislike about anime, it's not, like, the style or anything. It's, like, the stories, maybe? Or, like, some of the writing, not even the stories, but some of the writing kind of tropes and, like, quirks that they fall back on. I yeah, the, there's de- there's definitely, um, if you're, for certain genres, there's definitely key things that if you know them, you'll find them very easily. And if you don't like them, I mean, for a lot of them, like... I and maybe, mean, again, it applies to these genres, yeah. Maybe, yeah. so, maybe, like... I think probably almost everything I've ever watched is that shonen kind of thing. And I've told you before, I don't like the weird, like, where they do the over-exaggerated faces sometimes. Where, like, someone will get exasperated and suddenly his head is giant and his eyes are all gigando and, and he's, he's breaking out in sweat. And, like, I don't know. Yeah. Some of that can, like, they do, they'll go, Whoa, and you do, like, a big mouth agape thing where your jaw literally, like, drops down. The I don't face know. faults and stuff. Gets a bit much. I think it's my thing. So I don't even know if writing is like, because I feel like the style really can be cool and, and the action stuff and the way that they are kind of more loose and free with just like, we're just going to do whatever go the fuck crazy. we want. Yeah. But yeah, some of the stuff in between the big fight scenes can get a bit like, come on. I'm just, what I'm saying is, why can't this stuff marketed to literal children to be a little more serious, Jack? <laughs> well, just read Berserk, my guy. I probably do got to read There's, I have a list of animes that I think, are, or anime that I think I would enjoy based off like what they're about and stuff and i think some of those are more adult that i should probably just watch one of those and i'd probably be more into it what's a couple of them i probably i might know them i got a list i mean i'll bring it up yeah you can talk about one or two of them you got a lot of lists there my man you just not have it you just lied to me i don't listen it's on my phone we'll see wouldn't the notes be connected across devices (sighs) man i don't i don't know what do you mean you don't know explain yourself yes i think so they should be I've got my Young Avengers list here. Very good. Here it is. All right, I found it. All right. So the one that I, the one you're referring to as in as the one anime that I've watched or I'm watching is Gate. I've not watched that one. You've told me about that. I've not that watched where, it. Yeah, they open the portal opens between modern Japan and 
like a fantasy, fantasy world. And they kill everybody. Yeah, and so the, the modern Japanese army just rolls in and fucks them all up. Then the other one I have, Ghost in the Shell. That's like a classic one. It's like a movie. That's an adult one as well. Right? Yeah, that's a more so adult one. that one should not have those weird things. That no, that's like a classic me. one. I have Bungo Stray Dogs on here. I've heard of that one, but which I don't know is about, about. It's about like um like a, they're like gung fu cops or something. They're like some kind of law enforcement agency is the idea. Right. That one was literally on here because of clips. I've literally just clips I've seen where they're like doing the gun, like the gun kind of thing of like they're in close quarters and they're like smacking their guns away and trying to shoot each other. I don't know. That really appealed to me. I have Real Drive on here. I don't remember what that one's about. I don't I have know Samurai Champloo. Samurai Champloo. I believe that's the one where you have to fight for headbands. I have Jormungand. I have Pella Magi Madoka Magica. No I have idea. Gun Gale Online, which is like a. Sword oh, Online don't nope. sequel. Don't watch it. You think so? Okay. It's bad. Trust me. I just I've watched I Sword like Online gun ones. No, because I think the gun thing is cool. Gun Gal. I've, Sword Online is just a sequel to Gun Gal. That's yeah, there's sequels. Yeah. I know you said that. They're neither of them are good. Okay, I've watched them. They're not okay. good. I have Black Lagoon. I heard that one's good. That Desert one's Punk. Don't know that one. Zetsuin No Tempest. Don't know that one. Trigun. I've heard that. One. That was an old one in the nineties. Cowboy Bebop. That one's a classic. Everybody loves that one. Yeah, and then just Neon Ge- Genesis and... Evangelion? Yeah, and Full Metal Alchemist, which I think those watch, are just classic ones. you got to watch Brotherhood. Don't watch well, the I have, original. That's what I, yeah, yeah. I, have Full Metal. I know. The I know. I have Full Metal Alchemist. That's, I should have Another one you could watch, people like, is Hunter x Hunter. That one's like a mature one. It's kind of serious. Like guns, though? I want guns. I want cool gun the food. Um, it doesn't have guns. You can watch One Piece. You can read One Piece. There's no guns in that, right? No, there are guns. Are they like piratey flintlock guns, though? Yeah. Is there any Black Hawk helicopters like in Gate that tear apart an army of medieval footmen? <laughs> Not a s- mm, no. Nope. Well, I don't see if it's going to appeal to me in the same no, kind of way. That's fair. No, that's fair. You can watch. You want to talk about that other thing? I had it. Well, I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off literally mid sentence but no, that's right. What well, what would the show be if we didn't cut? <laughs> that's right. Uh, we're about we're like an hour and a half. Sure. I mean, we could just end it if you like, unless you want to touch on that. I mean, I could say it and then we could just cut it if you want. <laughs> cut all this. Cut everything. Cut it all, no episode. <laughs> Cut the whole episode. No episode. Sure, let's talk about it. I don't all care. Right. We'll keep so the, the, episode, the last I thing keep... I had was just a little bit of quick news. Yeah, that'd be fine. Did we talk about was that two actresses have been cast for the Disney Plus Echo show, which I'm going to be honest until I saw this, did not know that was going to be a show. I knew that. I didn't. When is that? I feel like that's not been, I've never seen like the, I've never seen a, a title card for it where like they have her, you know, because everyone gets their own fancy text for their title. I've never seen it. Were you, were you familiar with this? Yeah, I am. I didn't hear about it. When did they announce this? A while ago. Because I feel like I see all the, everyone does those like, this is everything in phase four. And I've yeah. never seen Echo be in there. All right. I mean, it's almost irrelevant. I have... It is, the casting call is for two deaf actors specifically. Right. Neither of them are Echo, because she is cast and in the Hawkeye show, right? That's how she's introduced. That's what, that's that will be her sort of like intro to the universe. And then, so then these these will be two somehow supporting characters for her, right? So I just thought that was interesting. I just kind of wanted to rant about Echo a little. Well, not rant, but like I don't just mansplain Echo to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's so. just interesting. I kind of. I kind of, I must have heard or knew that she was going to be in the Hawkeye show, but I didn't, yeah. I kind of forgot about it until I saw this. I knew she was in the Hawkeye show. Yeah. Um, it's a weird, it's kind of a weird choice and also not a weird choice. So the thing about Echo is that she is a king, or well, she's a daredevil supporting character, right? Mm-hmm. She's like Kingpin's adopted daughter. 
Oh, I didn't know that. And then so it's like there's times where like she fights. She it's one of those things where like she fights Daredevil, and then Daredevil's like, "No, can't you see he's the bad guy?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, you are. You're right. Oh, you're definitely right. Oh, 100 percent. She's good." <laughs> and then like, obviously there's a parallel there, right? She is a deaf superhero sort of thing. Yeah, and he's a blind. Daredevil's a blind series. So like there's the, some sort of camaraderie there. And so she's yeah, she's a Daredevil supporting character from like the early 2000s ish. Maybe before that, but she's she's like relatively recent in in the canon of comics. So is she just like him? Like she just has enhanced senses and stuff? No, she has like she has Taskmaster powers. Oh, where she can see a thing and wait, the best right. villain <laughs> exactly. So she's, such a great she's... villain that they just copy her powers. So she has like whatever you'd call that. What does he call it? Mimicry. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, we'll just call it that. Is that she can see, she can study you real well and copy you exactly. And so she beats up Daredevil because she like. Finds a bunch of videos of Daredevil or something, and then like and he can't, it. and he classically can't see. And then, but like I said though, obviously she comes around, and he's like, "No, Kingpin's the great." And then she like beats the shit out of Kingpin. I think she like retaliates then, and I think she blinds Kingpin for a time, just for some like her assault leaves him blind, which is like some poetic justice as well. I guess there it's a little bit of yeah. And then the only thing I she's one of those characters where like I don't think she really is in much right like this is the thing that can happen in comics sometimes is that characters just don't appear for a couple years because if there's no if they're just kind of out in the ether and there's no writer who feels the need to to put them in a story put them in a story they just don't especially when you're a supporting character right sometimes it happens with big characters like before the MCU got kicked off kind of period like two thousand four five six ish there was like two years where Thor never appeared in a comic. Because they killed him and they kept him dead for a couple years. It's like sad. they did Ragnarok and he was like, yeah, it's fine. I like I like Thor comics. No, I, I really like that that run when he comes back. But it's just like they did that sometimes and still do. Like if if no one has a use for you, you just where are you going to go? Yeah. Then like, just might as well stay dead. You know, whoever, I think, I want to say Brian Michael Bendis created her. But whoever created her liked her and wrote her and stuff. And then whoever the next guy who writes Daredevil is doesn't have a use for Echo. She's just going to kind of. Fade off to do her own and, thing. Um, but I think it is Brian Michael Bendis because when Brian Michael Bendis went from Daredevil to I don't know if he went directly, but eventually he was writing all the Avengers books. Yeah, she appears in that as spoiler, spoiler alert for this fifteen once again sixteen seventeen year old comic book. When Ronan appears for the first time in the New Avengers, it's a mystery who who it is, right? So, and I think in, even at the time. You were meant to kind of be like, is this Hawkeye? Um, because Hawkeye was dead at the time, and this is a character being ninja-like. Not that that's really Hawkeye's prerogative, but whatever. And it's not. It's her. And then later on, they do more. She comes up again, and after Hawkeye comes back, and then he like goes on missions and, and just borrows a costume because it's like sitting around. And then she's like, yeah, you could be Ronan. Have the Ronan costume. And that's how he gets it, essentially. So... In some way, that's why I said in some ways it kind of makes sense for her to be in the Hawkeye show, and also not at all, because... She's a Daredevil character. Her origin is not anywhere related to him. Her training... Because she's like a ninja, right? Like, yeah. Like Elektra and, and... Bullseye. Daredevil and them to the extent. Like, she's connected to the hand in some way, I think. She's got a hand on her face, literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. It just doesn't really work. Oh, well, I'm sure they'll do fine, but it's just like, I don't see how that's going to work. Personally, I don't really get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know anything about Echo. It's one of those characters like Ironheart, Miss Marvel, that like yeah. I'll I mean, watch it, I really but I have no I idea. Explain almost on it. No, I know. 
Yeah, so that's really why you watch the show. Do. Exactly. But so I don't. It's couldn't be. But also the thing about that is again, it just doesn't work in the MCU because she obviously will not be the one who gave him the Ronin costume because he like, already he's got, already been Ronin. Let's see. There's some. <laughs> he's already like retroactive backstory. Yeah, I don't know. It's because I think we've talked before. Because our... Madam Hydra got that full body yeah. picture of him in the daylight, so that Yolanda could see him. In our discussions about the Young Avengers, is like they've said a, it's going to be harder for them in this to establish to introduce Kate Bishop than it was in the comics because it was literally just like she got to be Hawkeye because Hawkeye was dead at the time. Yeah, there was nobody to stop and her. They didn't. Yeah, Hawkeye's not dead, so. And again, I we've said before. I think we theorized like, well, maybe they could do the thing of like while he's while he was being Ronin, she took up the mantle of Hawkeye while he wasn't using it. Essentially, like, yeah. you could see something like that with yeah, with some kind of flashback type stuff. And or, or again, in, I guess that could apply to Echo. Or too. in the end, like he'll just stay Ronin and she'll yeah, be Hawkeye. Maybe he's still Ronin. I mean, I don't know. There's never like a time where he's like I'm Hawkeye again. He, and he takes his little badge off from Hawkeye <laughs> yeah. and puts Ronin on. I don't know. So. Whatever, but yeah, this show's coming up. I don't know. A lot of shows. It's really just an excuse to to mansplain Echo to you. I don't know why I felt the need to do that, but I was like, this will be fun. Was it fun? I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it later about Echo? I don't enjoy anything in life these days. It's also fun because she's like the Star Wars character. Was she also tortured by the Bankers Guild? Now it's the Techno Union. Oh. But no. Just the Kingpin. Her name makes sense, though. Like I said, do you get it now? Did I explain her powers, though? That's why she's Echo. Yeah, she can echo she's an Echo. Because yeah. she just goes, Echo, Echo, Echo. She's a bat. I will. Say, I don't know if you have any discussing this, but there was, like, a bit of, of, of classic internet controversy over this casting call because it specifically asked for two deaf actors. The same thing for the Eternals. When the Eternals act yeah. is deaf. And people somehow got pissy about this because they were like, well, shouldn't it just be the best actor? Which, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, it's not really... I don't know if it's even my place to say, but to me, I was like... But we might as, it's our show, so yeah. it is our place. Yeah, I was like, this seems pretty inoffensive. Like, also... Honestly, it goes both ways for me. On the one hand, you're an actor, you're pretending to be someone you're not, and if you're just casting everyone that just fits the role, how much acting exactly. is it? Exactly. But on the other too. hand, I mean, who cares? This like, one is kind of different, because it really is like a physical sort of thing, right? And I've heard that it's just... it. I was reading in sort of like comments and stuff about this and, and threads about this. It's like actual deaf and hard of hearing people say that they can hearing tell. actors, yeah, they can tell. They don't they don't really get it right. And so in that case, like it sounds like if your character is trying to if you're if you have a deaf character, then yeah, the best person for the role probably is a deaf person. Especially if they're the main character. Yeah. I don't know. Also, I gotta imagine that there's like some, depending on what kind of production it is, there could also be limitations to like. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess some, but there probably is scenarios where it is harder to get the exact performance you want out of a, a deaf or hard of hearing actor if like your director and stuff aren't. Yeah. If you don't know sign language and stuff, and the thing probably applies to like blind people as well. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they can do each and every role. But, like, it seems pretty shitty to be, like, well, they're not going to be able to do, like, this one. the normal, quote-unquote, whatever, right? Like, maybe you can't get a deaf actor to be fucking Captain America, because that's just not going to necessarily work. But, like, shit, if we can't if we can't even let the deaf actors be deaf characters, like, what the fuck? What are we doing here, man? Why, why even have the character? Why even yeah. use them if we're not going to? I don't know. It, it seems weird to be, like, well, 
if you're deaf, you're probably not going to be able to get the normal leading man kind of roles, or woman. You're not going to get normal lead kind of roles, but then also, we're not even going to let you have the deaf characters. Like, they probably should just, you know, come on. Yeah, throw them a ball on this one. Again, like, I guess, it, yes. I, I I kind of agree with what you said before. That is a thing I've thought before. To, again, I think it definitely depends on the kind of role in the scenario you're talking, where sometimes I do feel the way of, like, well, if we're just going to try to match the character to the actor then there's not as much acting involved. Yeah. Like, and also, I feel yourself. like sometimes you are kind of narrowing your, your thing. of Like, well, if this character is X, Y, or Z demographic, and we need to find an actor that fits that, you really are limiting your pool. Yeah, to, like, the bare bones. Yeah. But for this one, I think it's fine. I don't know. Like, people gotta be dicks. Because they love being mad. They don't love being mad about something. I don't know. That's all it is. But, yeah. So, then Echo Show's coming out at some point, which I didn't even know about. I know about it. Cool. I'm Wish you'd have told me. Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you call me up and say, Zach, you know that plethora of knowledge you carry around? No, not that useless knowledge. The other one. No. <laughs> no well, not that. Not the Star Wars. The, but you're about left. You're left. You're left. <laughs> about <laughs> early 2000s comic, Marvel comics that you know you've read too many of. Don't you know about this Echo show? And I just said, Jack, thank you for telling me. I did know. No. Do you no. want to hear about Echo? And I go, no. And I hang up the phone. Yeah. But and here's the reason, Zach. Huh. I hate you. <laughs> no, that's fair. Understandable. Uh, All right. And with that, right, let's close it up. We're going to close up the episode now. Thanks so much for listening. As always, you can email us at, uh, at gmail and Jazz. I almost forgot our whole fucking email. So email is Jazz at gmail.com. Our Twitter is Jazz. That's J-A-Z. Jazz is one Z. Follow us there. Our YouTube channel, the Ecotech with J and Z, has all the episodes that go up. Uh, some I'll try to get them up within the same time they're posted audio. I mean the video is just it's just audio still, but if you mm. like watching YouTube or whatever, it's up. It'll it'll be up there within a couple days, within the same day or like a two days within. Yeah, tell your friends, uh, emails if you like the show, what you like about it. If you don't like it, if it helped change your life, <laughs> probably didn't though. And our logo as always was done by friend of the show Jeffrey Gonzalez. Again, as always, you can follow him at ingotion.jpg and at Redbubble. And uh, as always, we wrote it, we produced it, we built all the sets. Like that? Did you like it this time? Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. Perfect. There's no sets. I just want. I just think everyone should know, just for the sake of transparency, we didn't build any sets, and we are not reading a pre-written script. If we were reading, that's all. If we read a pre-written script, we would It'd sound be a lot better. better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our show mm-hmm. wouldn't be so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And all right. Good night. Good night. Good night. And Godspeed. <laughs>